Have you ever gone into a store and saw something you really liked or wanted, but you looked at the price tag, and even though you wanted it, you decided the price was too high to pay? Today, tomorrow, and the entire weekend, and Monday, all over the country, people will be celebrating Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s day, his life, and his legacy. Many will be quoting Dr. King's speech about the drum major instinct. Many politicians and distinguished leaders and orators and great puppeteers will be quoting his speech called, I Have a Dream, from the book of Amos 5.24, but let justice run down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. The prophet Amos was saying, as most of the Hebrew pro prophets were saying, that what God wants is justice and right living rather than religious ceremonies for their own sake. But this sermon deals with the desire to be first and the problems it can cause. The background setting from which the message came was based on a conversation between Jesus and two of his disciples named James and John. Now, James and John wanted to stand out among the 12 disciples. And as brothers, they got together to plan for their future. How many of you know you can't plan for your future like that? They expected Jesus one day to, to establish a kingdom on this earth. And they were not going to be content just sitting or being in the royal court. They wanted the top two positions. Sound familiar, doesn't it? They went to Jesus and made a request. They said, Jesus, we have a small favor to ask of you. When you come into your kingdom, let one of us sit at your right hand and the other at your left. They want to be out front. One wanted to be the secretary of state and the other special advisor to the king. Are you with me now? They didn't have to run to Florida. They just went to Jesus. Amen, somebody. Amen. And they had not asked if they were the most qualified to serve or not whether they, they deserved the positions more than the other ten disciples. They just wanted the position and whatever perks may have come with them. But Jesus told him, James, John, you guys do not know what you're asking. Can, can you drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? James and John were very sure of themselves. And without hesitation, mind you, they said, we can. Can you really? Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink. And be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. Now imagine for a moment if you had, one, had been one of the 12 disciples. And you heard James and John with the nerve to make this kind of request of being top dogs in the coming kingdom. How would you have felt? Dr. King had this to say about James and John in his message uh, entitled The Drum Major Instinct. He said, now very quickly, I would automatically condemn James and John. And we would say they were selfish. What would they make such a selfish request? And why? But before we condemn them too quickly, let us look calmly and honestly at ourselves. And we will discover that we too have the same basic desires for recognition for importance, that same desire for attention, that same desire to be first. 
And of course, the other disciples got mad with James and John. And you can understand why. But we must understand that we have some of the same James and John qualities. And there's a deep down within all of us an instinct. It's a kind of drum major instinct. A desire to be out front. A desire to lead the parade. A desire to be first. And it's something that runs the whole gamut of life. And so before we condemn them, let us see that we all have the drum major instinct. We all want to be important, don't we? To surpass others. To achieve distinction. To lead the parade. We all want to be like somebody else. Can I get a witness in here? And, and you know we begin early to, in life to ask God to put us first. Our first cry as a baby was bid for attention, right? And all through childhood, the drum major impulse, our instinct, is a major obsession. Now in adult life, we still have it. And we really never get by it. We like to do something good. And you know, we, we like to be praised for it. Now if you don't believe that, you just go on living life. And you'll discover very soon that you like to be praised. Can I get a witness out there somewhere? Everybody likes it, as a matter of fact. And somehow, this warm glow we feel when we are praised, or when our name is in print, is something of a vitamin A to our ego. Nobody is unhappy when they are praised. Even if they don't know they don't deserve it. And even if they don't believe it, the very unhappy people about praise is when that praise is going too much towards somebody else. Ah, oh, can I get a witness? But everybody likes to be praised because of this real drum major instinct. And how many of you will admit to having a drum major instinct inside of you today? It's been over 40 years since the assassin's bullet took Dr. King's dream away from us. But if he were here among us today, I, I believe that he would proclaim that the drum major instinct is still doing us some damage right here in 2022. This, this, this desire to get ahead, to, to be number one, to display our greatness is hitting us and hurting us time after time. What if Dr. King would drop by for a visit to America today? No doubt if Dr. King did drop by America for the visit, he might be a little shocked, wouldn't he, to find some of the things that exist today. We see in life every day wrong is being called right, and right is being called wrong. Hatred is being spewed from the mouth of so-called leadership. Blatant disrespect for law and order is praised as long as it coincides with certain political agendas. Black lives don't seem to matter at all. Cops are still shooting and killing us at will. And nothing is being done. Supremist groups are being praised and commended for plotting to kidnap a government official. And instead of denouncing racism, are told to stand by and stand down. Come out, get some help in here today. Coronavirus is running rampant. Folk are dying at an alarmist rate. And there is no cure in sight. And in the words of Martin Gay, Marvin Gay, he said, there's far too many of us dying. What's going on? What's go Ask your neighbor, what's going on? In the face of increasing evil, descending morality, and the lack of spirituality in society, everybody wants to be a drum major. And either 
you're on the far left. Are you on the extreme right? Everybody wants to be a drum major. But Dr. King left us with a vision in the Old Testament scripture, which gave us a passage by which we ought to be able to approach God. It says, he has shown you, O man and woman, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So at the foundation of equality and acting justly is a requirement of some kind of a, a leveling field. We voice the opinion that all people are created equal, right? But that drum major instinct with us wants us to make ourselves more equal than others. And it does not matter what color the person is. The drum major instinct inside of us is part of the reason Jesus came and died for us. It's hard to walk humbly before our God when we have the opportunity to get ahead first. The drum major instinct keeps us from admitting that Dr. King's dream has not fully settled itself in the hearts of most Americans. The drum major instinct not only keeps racism alive, it keeps materialism alive. The drum major instinct has caused us to value profit over people. Come on, somebody. Position over people. Power over people. The drum major instinct is alive and well in corporate America. It's amazing how well the drum major instinct will allow us to throw away reasoning and give in to fear in choosing our courses of action. The drum major instinct can be so seductive on the national level because we can claim and believe we are doing good when in fact we may be contributing to the evil that it's about. Amen, somebody. It's very hypocritical of our governmental officials, the left and the right, to have gone and laid a wreath at Dr. King's tomb this past week, pretending to be people of peace, when in reality, we are people of war. It's amazing how we can lock our arms together, singing we shall overcome, while trying to do away with our voting privilege all at the same time. It's amazing. Come on, somebody. So what is happening now has more to do with the coming elections than with justice and democracy for the people. Now, they want us to keep our real problems of injustice and mercy aside to hide the COVID testing, remember? Equipment in an undisclosed area, you remember? Until the date expires, you remember? There goes that wild drum major instinct again. Jesus warns us against the drum major instinct. He didn't tell us to get rid of it altogether, but to challenge the way in which it is put to use. He said it's all right to be number one, as long as you strive to be the number one servant of all. In other words, use that number one instinct to lift up somebody around you and not just a select few. He emphasized being the servant of all. Go ahead and be the drum major, but make sure the same invitation is available for everyone to be in your parade. Let's be fair and honest in dealing with some of the issues that face us. Let's admit that racism is still alive and well in America. Yes, it is. Let's admit that the money set aside to help folk who are losing their homes or falling back in their rent is not getting into the hands of the people but into the pockets of the top management. Let's be real about that. Let's be real that nobody complains 
about the unjust treatment blacks receive in filling up our nation's prisons and penitentiaries that are clearly an abuse of the criminal justice system. But that's another message altogether. See, because God, our God, cares about people. Oh, come on, somebody. God cares about all people from all ages, from all races, from all places on the globe. Psalm 24 tells us the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Ah, and the world and all those that dwell therein. Dr. King reminded us that the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. God's people in the Bible learned that that arm was bending for 430 years as they suffered as slaves under the oppression of the pharaohs of Egypt. And yet, it was still bending toward justice. One day God intervened, remember, and led them out of Egypt. So here in this country, we saw the moral arc was 246 years long in slavery and another 100 years under Jim Crow. But it was still bending toward justice. And that's why we can cry right now, free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. And you know, I find it interesting, church, that God used Jeremiah to stand up and give this message to the people that later got him whipped beaten and thrown in jail and in a mud pit at the bottom. The one thing we know about Jeremiah is that when God appointed Jeremiah to be a prophet, he said, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in my womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Somehow we keep forgetting that we are all in this parade together. Having people falling down and being trampled is going to have its toll in the end. Our government must be reminded that it exists to serve the people and not for the people to serve the government. Amen, somebody. If our basis for treating one another with justice and equality is not rooted in the fact that we are all created in the image of God, then justice becomes defined anyway by the government, which happens to be in charge, defines it. Justice becomes rooted into the minds of nine people who serve on the Supreme Court. Oh yeah, I'm going there. What's justice today? May not be justice tomorrow. But my friends, I stop by to remind you, God has some of his people in all places of the world. We are all connected in one way or another. And as Christians, we can't be bound by a national vision that simply says America first. I've a calling, I've a calling, I've a calling. Is a higher calling in which we seek to follow the drumbeat of a drum major whose name was Jesus and who said, come and follow me. Are we willing to pay the price to get out of the line of, with others to be true to Jesus? The songwriter says, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, no, there's a cross for everyone and there is a cross for me. And so as we go into this election year, Facebook has already told us it would be accepting political ads and airing them regardless of how many lies are told in the ads. And therefore, keep it cool before you share something. Jesus did not call us to follow Facebook. He didn't call us to follow Twitter, Instagram. He called us to follow him. And a good start to start the journey is in the word of God. And ultimately, our opinions are only as strong as the foundation which they are built. Jesus told us to build 
upon a rock. Why does justice not run down like a river? Why does righteousness not come down as a mighty stream? It's because we are unwilling to pay the price for righteousness. What's the real price? It's falling after Jesus totally and completely. Dr. King had a vision of this nation. Being a great nation by being built upon the pillars of freedom and justice for all. We can't do that without sharing the message of Jesus Christ. Because unless the hearts of people are changed, they will not let go of the negative drive of the drug major instinct. And so this morning, as I get ready to take my seat, I feel a drug major rising up in me. Come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost moving on the inside of me. And I got to say, like Dr. King, we got some difficult days ahead, but it doesn't matter with us because we've been to the mountaintop, have we not? And I don't mind. Like anybody, we like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me and you to go up to the mountaintop. And we've looked over and, and, and we've seen the promised land. And we may not get there with you and you, but we will get to the promised land. So I'm happy this morning. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the Lord and of the coming of the Lord. Dr. King ended his message on the drum major by saying, if any of you are around, when I have to meet my day, I don't want a long funeral. And if you get somebody to deliver the eulogy, tell them not to talk too long. And every now and then, I wonder what I want them to say about my own funeral. But tell them not to mention that I have a Nobel Peace Prize. Tell them not to mention that I have three or four hundred other awards. That's not important. But tell them not to mention where I went to school. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Ah, come on, Jesus. I'd like somebody to mention that that day that Mary Haggard tried to give her life serving others. I'd like for somebody to say that day that Mary Haggard tried to love somebody. I want to say that day that I tried to be right on the racist question. I want to be able to say that day that I did try to feed the hungry. I want to be able to say that day that I did try in my life to clothe the naked. And I want you to say on that day that I did try my in my life to visit those who were in prison. I want you to say that I tried to love and serve humanity. And yes, if you want to say that I was a drum major, say that I was a drum major for justice. Ah, say that I was a drum major for peace. I was a drum major for righteousness. And all of the other things don't matter. I won't have any money to leave behind. I don't have the fine luxuries of life to leave behind. But I just want to leave a, a committed life behind. And that's all I want to say. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word I've sung, if I can show somebody he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. My living will not be in vain.
precious Lord. That you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day, we invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.